friend, welcome to Sweat and Yoga's Love the Skin You're In podcast, where we sweat for a workout and yoga to feel something new. I'm your host, Centrana Sonnenberg, lover of sweat and all the feels, sitcom junkie, hoop earring enthusiast, and your realistic health and fitness bestie. Health and fitness has been hijacked by the entertainment industry, and I'm here to take it back so we can all love the skin we're in. Girls come to me for help with weight loss, but instead, they learn to listen to their bodies. So let's get into it. Alright, so today's episode is part two of the intermittent fasting episode. As I mentioned, I decided to break it into two parts instead of one lengthy podcast episode. I know there's a lot of conflicting info out there, what like what kind of quote-unquote diet, and I say diet in quotation marks because while diet was once upon a time considered a style of eating, now it's synonymous with like food restriction, um, which I'm not into, obviously. Anyway, what kind of diet you should be following to get XYZ results, so I thought I would explain why I personally believe an autoimmune paleo diet is a great starting point and what tweaks I actually suggest on that diet. As usual, this is a medical advice. The whole goal of this podcast is to guide you to listening to your own body over all of the other info out there and to become an advocate for your own health, to try things out and decide if they work for your body specifically, not just as like the general, this works, do it situation you know you know all right all right as usual let's start with the three things i'm grateful for this week number one greek yogurt honestly that's something that i cut out of my diet for a really long time and have slowly been reintroducing it and wowza I forgot how much I love me some Greek yogurt and berries in the morning especially, plus it's like super easy. I just do a little Greek yogurt, a little blueberry, a little honey on top with some collagen. Oh, so good. Number two, olive oil. Um, I know some beauty experts frown on it, but my skin loves me some olive oil. I've been using it for like my facial massage at most nights before bed and my skin just soaks it up and it feels so nice and like supple in the morning again not a beauty expert i know they frown on it but it works for my skin i'm loving it uh and then number three self-tanner honestly i try really hard not to focus on the external but i do love anything that gives a good confidence boost and having a tan is legit me living my best life so you know a girl's gotta do what a girl's gotta do and then something i am working on um not being hard like too hard on myself when things don't go my way i have a tendency to go over and dissect and try and figure out exactly what i could have done differently trying to live the motto of like things happen for a reason rather than just like beating myself up for it again not perfect about it i do definitely add some unnecessary stress into my life but uh doing my best to try and eliminate that because you know ain't nobody got time for that Anyway, just my usual reminder that I don't say these things to brag or tell you how great my life is, but to remind you that the little things are worth being grateful for, as well as the big things, and maybe encourage you to pause the show and write down three or more things that you're grateful for right now. Okay, on to this week's part two answer from 
this cube that happened two weeks ago. Uh, the question was, tell me what you think about intermittent fasting. I answered that in part one. I'll leave the link in the show notes for that epi, but uh, I kind of left it on a little bit of a cliffhanger where I told you I think there's a better way to heal your body, body rather than restricting eating times, and that'll be today's episode. Uh, just a quick reminder, you can always ask your health and fitness questions in the Google form at sweatandyoga.com forward slash ask. The link will be in the show notes and I will try and get to them on the show as soon as possible. So the main argument for intermittent fasting is that it gives your body a break for about 16 hours or however long you choose to fast for. And while, yes, a break can be good, a break under stressful times and circumstances isn't great. And that is what intermittent fasting can be for our bodies, uh, just as unnecessary stress. I cover all of this in part one of the episode, so make sure you check that out first if you're a little bit lost. But yes, instead, I suggest autoimmune paleo for a break for your body. So... The other day, I was listening to Freely Rooted, a podcast by Corey and Fallon. Um, I will leave the podcast link down below as well as their Instagrams because I think I have the most respect for these ladies. They're pioneers in the pro-metabolic industry and counter-diet culture. Like, they are amazing and I so, so love them and love 99% of what they're saying while... um, they're talking about diets and things like that and pro-metabolic eating and you know things like getting enough calories carbs etc um and definitely i also agree with some of the limits of autoimmune paleo um that they kind of mention in their podcast but i do have a few additional questions or ponderings which from my personal experience so uh both women talk about the start of their health journeys um they were on very restrictive diets things like autoimmune paleo and then they moved on to pro-metabolic as someone who's personally done a very similar transition my main sort of like qualm or question with it is did being on a quote-unquote restrictive and when i say restrictive in quotation marks uh because i don't mean eating 1000 calories a day but i mean restrictive like cutting out things like nuts seeds dairy things like that um did being on that quote-unquote restricted diet allow your gut some much needed time the little bit of like me spa time to heal and do the things it needs to be able to do so that when you re-add in these amazing nutrients from things like dairy and eggs uh it can pull the nutrients from the food you were eating once you start eating them rather than it just sort of passing through you like a quick little soup you know I've mentioned several times on this podcast, so um, I'm. It's worth repeating because I'm. I'm. I'm firm believer in this, and I'm like gonna beat it, in, beating a dead horse. I know, but um, not every diet is for every body, and additionally, it's not even for that same body in every season. Our bodies have different needs at different times, especially as women. Uh, we have different needs just based off of like our cycles never mind the never mind like the amount of stress we're experiencing at the moment how much time we actually have to eat how much sleep we're getting like so many different factors so i just feel like trying things out and making sure that you are slowly i do believe the end goal being things like a pro metabolic diet for sure but i i know pers- from a personal experience if i just tried to have some like even high quality milk i did for sure while i was doing the autoimmune paleo and like my body just went haywire because it needed that healing time first so yeah 
again, listen to your body. The whole goal of this podcast is for you to like plug into your body and learn what your body actually needs rather than just taking my word for it or anybody else's really. So I'm going to break this episode into three different sections. The first will be why I personally feel that autoimmune paleo is the best place to start. The second will be what modifications I suggest uh, for the autoimmune paleo. And then the third uh, will be for how long one should do autoimmune paleo and what to do after autoimmune paleo. Uh, I will leave a pin in the description detailing like the uh, do's and don'ts, the restrictions of the autoimmune paleo diet, just in case you're like, autoimmune paleo, never heard of it. Okay, let's get into my personal top three reasons. I believe autoimmune paleo, or AIP for short, is one of the best places to start. Um, For one, and I would say this is like the most important one, it's void of most of the common allergens and anti-nutrients, which do set people's uh, bodies off, and it does end up causing issues within our bodies. Uh, So doing a diet like this can give your body a break and time to heal. Our bodies are wonderful and magical, and can definitely heal themselves but if you keep doing the same thing that hurt your body in the first place over and over again expecting your body to heal itself it seems a little crazy now so eliminating things like polyunsaturated fatty acids aka like a ton of nuts and seeds processed foods and things like grains legumes gluten that can do the body good for like a couple weeks so it can heal itself then when you re-add those foods back in as long as you aren't sensitive to them your body can actually extract the nutrients from them uh, number two, honestly, I think you can make it pretty easy. Uh, as long as you follow like the do and don't foods uh, fairly loosely, I wouldn't really worry that much about like how much protein and carbs and all of those things. I know the uh, prolong- like the extended version of the autoimmune paleo um, is a little bit more strict on what you're supposed to do with like carbs and things like that. Honestly, I think just following the do's and don'ts for the foods and making sure you're adding uh, basically bone broth, I would say would be the number one thing and bone broth and gelatin just to shore up your gut, you're good. Uh, As far as I'm concerned, additionally, adding in things like organ meats is amazing and super healing. But personally, I think if you start small, that is your best chance of success. So that means just starting with making sure you're cutting out like the processed foods polyunsaturated fatty acids grains legumes things like that um just to avoid making it too overwhelming um and then number three it's makes it super easy to figure out what is setting off your body after the diet as long as you add things in really really slowly which is kind of what we want to do right we want to make sure that we know what our body can and cannot handle now as usual if you ask my husband I can't 100% agree with everything so there are a few tweaks that I would like to make um there's four things that I think are a little dicey in AIP that I think shouldn't be followed to a T so here they are number one um often because of the limitations in the diet a lot of people go low carb and even um I think the original diet itself it does suggest not overdoing it on carbs um a lot of fruit and things like honey and things like that are to be eliminated or limited Uh, but I really think unless you have a sensitivity to carbs you should be keeping them in your diet especially the simple ones like fruit and honey and maple syrup things like that Uh, number two 
going off of that with the taking out of the carbs the diet often tends to be low calorie uh, and i feel our bodies need calories to heal themselves so that to me is definitely a no-go three it encourages a lot of raw veggies and while to some people that may be great uh, to many many people especially ones with compromised digestive systems it may be too rough on their intestines and it may cause some digestive distress so best to eat most of your veggies cooked or at least blended until your body's ready for raw veggies Um, and then number four many people tend to make it a long-term solution because they start feeling really good on it and then they think it's like a forever thing Uh, and I really think adding things like high quality dairy and eggs back into the diet is like way too important to do that for long term Uh, bonus they don't really talk about any supplementing or anything like that Um, the one big one that I would say uh, especially if you're not getting the organ meats in is uh, things like beef liver and additionally I also think adding things like activated charcoal into the diet like into your supplement regimen once a week or so especially if you're like eating out and you're not sure if you're gonna have some cross-contamination just while you're in that like cleansing phase and then once you're out of that diet and you start adding things back in I wouldn't worry about that anymore okay so with that fourth point in mind let's talk about what to do after Uh, As I mentioned, this is not meant to be a long-term solution. I would say three months at the longest. As I mentioned in part one of this podcast, I stayed on the diet quite a bit longer than that just because of the mold situation in our house, but it did set my journey back quite a bit. And since I did low carb for a good period of that, my body needed to relearn how to use carbs. So three months at most and don't cut carbs unless it's absolutely necessary because of like your environment or how your body's reacting to them. Um next steps after the set period you want to make sure you add things back in nice and slowly starting with things like egg yolks and whole foods like grains one at a time for about a week at a time note how you feel Um, my free food journal may be of use during this time so you can keep track of any reactions you're having to anything you're adding in you can find that at sweatandyoga.com forward slash food tracking the link will be in the show notes and then lastly once all of the quote uh healthy foods are added back in start to re-add in high quality dairy like grass-fed grass-finished organic milk or whipped cream um and at this point in time it might be great to add it like to do some macro tracking uh as long as you're okay with tracking and it doesn't create any unhealthy habits around food this is mainly just to make sure that you're eating enough protein to keep yourself sustained and keep your body actually functioning because protein is the building block of life Um, and then yeah like with all of these in your arsenal you can then figure out what is setting off your body what to do next what to cut out how to see if you can re um, assimilate your body to it and yeah that way you can actually learn to listen to your body as I mentioned in the first part of the episode this is one of the greatest gifts for me I wish I hadn't stayed on the diet as long as I did but honestly at the end of the day it helped me really learn my body signals and I think that's the main goal of getting healthy in general right is to know when your body's trying to tell you something Right, 
friend, so we have come to the end of our little intermittent fasting slash where to start journey on this pod. Uh, general summary is start with autoimmune paleo, but don't do low carb or low cal or for a really or do it for a really long time. Add things back in slowly and track how you react to them. And that's all, friend. Um, all the links I talked about will be in the show notes in the show description. Uh, make sure you subscribe so you know as soon as new episodes are up and share this episode with a friend if you think it'll benefit them so we can all get healthy in a realistic way and love the skin we're in. I'd love for you to take a moment and tell me what you'd like to see more of in the show by either filling out the Google form in the show notes or writing a review. Catch you next time, friend.